0: Today we will be talking about breaking free from the ego. And in order to do that, we would like to clarify the definition of ego, since many people use it in different ways. And why is breaking free from the ego so necessary if we want to follow a spiritual path, the path of connecting ourselves to the eternal and universal truth? We human beings are more than just biological individuals with thoughts, feelings, and desires. Our deepest essence is a soul, a pure consciousness, which can be a connection between the eternal and the transient. To experience this connection is a great inner joy. Human beings carry in themselves every possibility to liberate themselves from delusion and to experience this lasting peace and inner joy. This possibility may seem very distant as to how we experience our life at the moment. Because we live in a self-created prison of delusion, as a consequence of identifying with transient forms. And of course, we identify with these forms and experience because that is what we know. But we also experience that there is something else in us. And we are yearning and searching for that something. We yearn for the universal light, and its other reality. Following the path to find the real connection to the spirit in us means, to start listening to the subtle impulses, emanating from the core of the microcosm, a spark of the eternal spirit, also called the pearl or the rose of the heart. This rose heart, this spirit spark, is the one point within the personality, this point that has become active in all seekers that yearn for the universal light. This spark then, or this point, then connects with the universal light of the reality that is constantly streaming into this earthly world into us. Let's now take a look at our personality. We uh, as we know it, it consists of four bodies, the physical body. We are all familiar with, but then you probably are also familiar with the etheric body or the etheric double. You can understand this as the life giving energy or Chi. Then there is the astral body or desire body. And this is the intelligent energy of the emotions. And through the emotions, we can connect to other people and our environment. And there is the mental body. This part of the personality is in today's humanity not fully developed yet. And we also possess. As threefold consciousness that orchestrates or moves the personality, the just mentioned four bodies. This threefold consciousness is built around three centers. And we sometimes also describe them as sanctuaries because this is what they're meant to be. So there is the head sanctuary, our thinking the heart, center or sanctuary, our feelings, and the pelvic sanctuary. And this you can understand as our will or drive to action, to doing, to manifest our thinking and feeling and thoughts. In our current familiar state of this consciousness, we are centered, or it is centered around the me, myself, and I. We call it egocentric. And here we would like to point out with this, we are not putting any judgment to it about positive or negative or anything. It just is. It is focused on the me, myself, and I, but it's not bad because the ego often has something bad ringing to it <clears throat> so this fold ego in our head heart and pelvic sanctuaries drives the four bodies of the personality but in total oblivion of the spark of the spirit at the center of the human being so therefore these three consciousness centers are not free and not self-creating they are in fact ruled by many forces beyond our control or comprehension such as experiences from our current lives but also experiences from previous incarnations and from our parents and ancestors On top of it, we are also influenced by energy fields emanating from the planets, the zodiac and the solar system around us. So we are by no means self-defining. So that's why we are considering the current state as a self-created prison that we are inhabiting. In our busy everyday lives, we tend to simply react to all these impulses from the outside. Considering the fast pace of life and our many responsibilities, how can we even perceive the subtle impulses of this spark of the spirit in us? Unless we consciously make space for this other element within us the new life of the soul, there will always be something to drive our attention away from our rose heart, from the true goal of our life. When we begin to make room for the spirit spark that has begun to awaken in us, this new inner freedom will be accompanied by an enormous joy then we will discover the real meaning of our life and what it is that we have to do as this inner
1: space grows a new spiritual light starts to shine more strongly in you and you will become gradually aware of less flattering aspects of yourself this process of self-discovery based upon the power of the spirit spark in you is also called self-knowledge. This self-knowledge will show you aspects of yourself that have been there for a long time, but were still invisible, such as pride, envy, jealousy. You did not want to recognize them consciously, because you thought people around you would not like you anymore. In this way, you built yourself an unreal self whom you kept alive at great cost, who kept you away from truth. It is important to recognize this dark side of yourself so that you can become conscious of it. It is an essential part of the path to not fight these features of yourself that you may find negative and not to condemn yourself, but forgive yourself for being human. True self-knowledge can only be attained when we stop all self-judgment and start to break free from an idolized image of ourselves. This turnaround in our consciousness this self-revolution is the only basis on which we can truly break free from the ego. The story of Narcissus tells us about the dangers of falling in love with an idealized image of our ego and becoming immersed in that like falling into the water to the exclusion of all else. But when human consciousness has been awakened by the spirit spark, a process of self liberation can begin based on the knowledge of who we really are. Then our lives with our daily experiences and challenges will gain a totally different perspective. All people have problems and deal with some issues. It is inevitable part of life. Changing the perspective helps not to get attached to these problems and resolve them more easily. We look at things differently, take the problems on with a new appreciation, and suddenly they show themselves from different angles. We begin to understand them on a deeper level. Their grip on us gets loosened. Impulses from within our hearts show us that they are necessary and are there for us. They point us to the necessity to change ourselves, and in the way they present themselves, show us, in fact, the direction which we could take. A problem transforms itself and turns into a blessing filled life task. We are inwardly elevated and can look upon the situation from a higher viewpoint. We start to see things with the eyes of the latent spiritual human being within us, loaned to us. A new consciousness begins to awake in us because we turn to the spirit spark and make room for it. We gradually become more tolerant out of compassion, We no longer get in the way of the seeing through and to be seen through. We break more and more free from the endless cycles of the old ego. Problems that seem earlier to be impossible to solve expose themselves to be helping hands for our progression on the path. They resolve back into a suitable state so we can, again, get along with them. We do simply that which a given situation dictates with no dramatic side effects. We see them no longer as problems that rule us, rather as situations as they are and opportunities for us to learn our lessons along the path of life. We are no longer glued to the situation, even when it is exactly the same on the surface. We allow something much greater than ourselves to flow through us, something that is not of this world, something that is beyond the world of ego. The choice between ego and soul can be illustrated with the story of the two wolves. As the legend goes, an old Cherokee was teaching his grandson about life. He said to the boy, a fight is going on inside me. It is a terrible fight, and it is between two wolves. One is evil. He is anger, envy, sorrow, regret, greed guilt, lies, superiority, and ego. The other is good, is joy, peace, love, hope, humility, kindness, empathy, generosity, truth, compassion, and faith. The same fight is going on inside you and inside every other person too. The grandson thought about it for a minute and then asked his grandfather, which wolf will win? The old Cherokee simply replied, the one you feed. Are we feeding our ego or our soul? We ourselves will never get a grip on our lives with our limited possibilities and our imperfections. Insofar as we give and dedicate ourselves to surrendering our egoistic motives and fixations to the spirit spark that lies buried within us, so will it be given unto us. As soon as this dedication becomes our daily life practice, there will take place an exchange of energies and forces. This self-devotion, this giving of self includes a reception of new energies that fully change our attitude, our perception, yes, our recognition that all our problems can be solved by surrendering ourselves to the universal spirit spark within us. That's the path that liberates us from our egocentric consciousness. And life and unites us with the universal reality of the Spirit in us. Thank
0: you for listening,
1: and we hope you enjoyed it. If you wish to support us in reaching more people, like our posts, rate us with five stars on iTunes, leave a positive comment where you can, or share our content on your social media.